courtesy of Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store, as always, on Wednesday nights during the Brown season. We welcome in our Browns beat reporter, Daryl Ryder. Daryl, what's going on tonight, man? They can't be married? What do you mean? Deal breaker. Oh, yeah. That's a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, I'm, pick, <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, you, you can't throw <laughs> that out there and not expect me to want to run with that one. Well, I already had a very, uh, I mean, it's, I guess it's not a, uh, you can say it on the radio. Somebody said a certain number body count would be uh, would be a no for them. I was like, yeah, okay. that's fair. That's fair. I laughed at that one on Twitter. But yeah, so that means you're going to be single for life, then, right? <laughs> Nowadays, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I can't believe you just went along. With that. I had to. I had to. Um. <clears throat> Daryl, is it for the best to think that Cade York didn't end up back in the bronze practice squad? Because I was just envisioning these scenarios where, like, as soon as Dustin Hopkins misses a kick, Browns fans are just in their feelings t- talking about on social media, oh, we got to bring Cade York back up and give this a try again. And I don't really want to be any part of that. Um, yeah, I, I think it's for the best that uh, he went uh, elsewhere uh, for him. Um, uh, you know... This Hopkins thing is going to be interesting uh, to to watch. A real nice guy got to obviously visit with him uh, today. Um, they added uh, to the practice squad. Uh, they added another kicker. They will officially add another kicker. They came to terms at least uh, with uh, with one. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I I kind of feel like that the kicking situation isn't completely resolved. Uh, I just, I, 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 I don't know. Um, certainly, uh, you know, hope uh, Hopkins is able to, to do well here. He talked about today how uh, uh, notorious Cleveland is uh, for being difficult uh, on kickers. Uh, you know, Cleveland Brown Stadium being a, a tough place uh, to kick. And, uh, you know, he's obviously looking forward to embracing that challenge and, and uh, having success here. But um, it, he is right. <laughs> It's not an easy place to kick. A lot have tried, and not many have succeeded uh, in the post-Phil Dawson era. Well, it sounds like you're going to find out maybe more about that tomorrow because they're practicing over at the stadium, and it'll be his first chance yeah, to kick Yeah, but now's the, the easy time to kick. That's true. This is the easiest time of year to kick. Well, what's the weather like tomorrow? It's today August. wasn't great. Was it, well, it going to be similar today tomorrow? was miserable. M- Mother Nature, man. Mother Nature's on a bender or something. My <laughs> goodness gracious. 61 degrees right now? Are you kidding me? So tomorrow it's supposed to be sunny in 68, which it's, means it's going to be sunny in 58 down by the lake. Is there and any way they can up next week? Is there any way they can like replicate like winter weather over the state? Like they, they should. Yeah, sure. Put a couple of fans out there. Why yeah, not? That's what I'm saying. Like they should have like a <laughs> helicopter fly over and start dropping like you know something out of it and making it seem like it's snow. I don't know. They they got to somehow replicate it. No, cause... just have the helicopter hover around hover around the mezzanine to whip up the wind. There you go. <laughs> What they really need to do is try the, kicking through that one. When the, sin- <laughs> when the season ends, they need to have their kicker tryouts in January every year rather than. Yeah, I think the, the CBA August. prohibits tryouts in January. Uh, <laughs> just say, I mean, details. I mean, you know, I, I, I hate to let facts get in the way of your good story there, but, you know. <laughs> Maybe that's that one is of those, kind of my the facts are kind of my department here. Maybe that that is true, and you do a great job at sharing the facts with us. Of obviously at ninety two the fan dot com and on Twitter, right or wrong fan. 
I was going to say maybe that'll be we get the rule changes that everybody puts out there every year. Maybe the Browns will try to amend the rule book and be like, that ain't going to be one of them. Kicker tryouts in January, please. That's yeah, our, that's that our, uh, our suggestion. Yeah, get dream on. That ain't going to be one of them. <laughs> that'll never pass the mustard. It was worth a shot. Daryl Ryder. Hey, hey, you know what? Uh, again, you don't know unless you try, right? That's true. That is if you true. don't ask, the answer is always no. Remember yeah. Rather, yeah, you, you might as well get told no. It doesn't hurt to ask. Exactly. Daryl Ryder joining us here on the show. Um, have we gotten an expl- a good explanation yet for why Denzel Ward played over the weekend? I missed Kevin Svansky's presser today, but I, I, the other ones yeah, where he, he was asked he, about it, he just yeah. kind of beat around the bush. Like he tends yeah, to didn't, didn't ask him specifically about that. My questions are more so centered around Denzel Ward's future with the Cleveland yeah. Browns um, because this is concussion number four, and I think that there are some honest conversations and questions that certainly – uh, need to be asked there. I asked Glenn Cook, the uh, assistant general manager and vice president of player personnel today, and he quickly uh, passed that question off to Kevin Stefanski to answer. He wanted no part of that uh, when I asked him about uh, if there was concern about Denzel Ward's long-term future uh, with this being his uh, fourth concussion. And again, I think that that is a conversation uh, that needs to needs to be had, uh, you know, privately behind uh, behind the scenes, um, because again, I, I'm looking at this situation not as a football situation. I'm looking at this as as the human element. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, brain trauma, concussions. Um, uh, they certainly uh, more aware of what they are, the long term effects of uh, those uh, brain injuries uh, on uh, players. Uh, j- just you know, look to you know players from the '80s and even the the early '90s, right? Um, that, uh, you know, the, the days of just breaking out the smelling salts and, you know, waking a guy up and then sending him back out there, those are over. And so um, I, I do think that there are some questions there and concerns there uh, regarding Denzel Ward having uh, yeah. landed once again in the concussion protocol. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, think about it. Last year, Tua had three in a season and, People are saying he should retire, and obviously he's pushed back at that vehemently. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's no joke. It, it, it's you bring up the smelling salts and all these different things. Like back in the day, head injuries weren't considered as serious as like ankle sprains, but now it's the opposite. No, we know how just, serious it, those things are, and, yeah. and you got to be careful with it. Yeah, I mean, it's just how oh, you get your bell rung, you're fine type thing. And uh, obviously, uh, with the science being what it is today, the knowledge that's out there today. Um, you, you just you can't be that cavalier uh, about those type of things. Again, talking with our Browns beat reporter, Daryl Ryder, here on the show, as always, brought to you by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Well, you sort of suggest the kicking situation maybe isn't resolved, but beyond the kicking situation... For I now think, it is. For now it is, true. but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, no, I, I got you. Know, you. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Wait we'll, we'll see. and find we'll, out. We'll see who's kicking in November. That's Yeah, that's I, I, I understand. I, I'm picking up what you're put, putting down there. Um, but with that at least resolved for now... What is maybe the biggest area of concern that you have about this team as the regular season approaches? If you have one at all. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I really don't. Um, my main concern uh, is, uh, you know, related to uh, depth. Um, and even that, uh, I'm not too uh, terribly concerned. Um, I, I really like the offensive group. I think that it's well-balanced, well-rounded. Uh, defensively, uh, again, balanced, well-rounded. I'm excited to see the, uh, you know, these guys really turn it loose under Jim Schwartz. Um, 
really, I feel like they've addressed everything that needed to be addressed. I was a little surprised that they swapped out AJ Green today. That yeah. caught, you know, that certainly caught my uh, attention there. Uh, and the thinking is that maybe they can get AJ Green onto the practice squad and make him the uh, 16th member, uh, you know, later tomorrow, uh, should he clear waivers and, and go unclaimed. But um, yeah, it, it's really hard. And and I tried saying this leading up. You know, because a lot, of, you know, I think a lot of folks around here are hooked on the waiver uh, deadline, uh, the waiver, the, the initial waiver claims there after that first fifty-three man roster gets set, because you know, so so used to the Browns bringing in a lot of guys right before the season in the hopes that they're going to be able to have an impact, and that's just not the case. Um, you know, uh, they claim the kid from Kansas City, uh, and that's that's really about it. Um, uh, only one spot, right um, now. I do think there's going to be a couple of injured reserve moves to come here uh, before well, week one, but really they're no in, in no hurry to, uh, to to make those moves, and they got plenty of time uh, to do that. So some further roster tweaking is going to occur in the coming days. But you know, Jordan uh, Kunashik, he's going to go on injured reserve, I believe, at some point. So they'll look to uh, to fill uh, his spot. Um, but. Uh, other than that, I, I really feel like that this roster is in pretty good shape overall. Talking with Daryl Ryder here on the show with obviously Jakeem Grant on the IR, a very unfortunate situation that played out over the weekend, of course. Sort of open tryouts, I would imagine, right now for the the returning job. Who do you think is kind of in the the driver's seat to maybe take that job, or what what does that look like? You think? Well, I've ruled you out. You're, you're not. You're, you will not be. I was uh, a sprinter back in the day, Daryl. I might have been okay as a kick returner. I know you. I, they never put me back there when I played football back. Listen, in the day, I was a below-average soccer player and baseball player. That don't mean I'm uh, <laughs> signing up for the Columbus Crew or Cleveland Guardians here. Now, come on. Um, they, oh, I, the Guardians might need a bat. I don't know if you, <laughs> you got anything. I'm really good at leaning into pitches. Um, <laughs> hey, that on base percentage is going up, Daryl. <laughs> Hey, do I care how he gets on base? No, no you do not. You can be like uh, <laughs> Kevin Euclid, the Greek god of walks. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I used to. Oh, I used to do that in high school too. I used to squat down real low to see if I could draw some walks because that was about the only Swat shot me. I had at getting on base because I couldn't hit worth a lick. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, uh, I think Jerome Ford will be handling uh, some kickoff duties uh, once he is healthy. Donovan Peoples Jones uh, handling punt returns. Uh, when healthy, so uh, those those are front uh, in line in my view, uh, and uh, hopefully just on kick, just fair catch everything. I don't yeah, need holding penalties, don't need blocks in the back. Just take the ball to twenty five yard line. Daryl, let me get you out of here with this. If the, obviously if the Browns make the playoffs this year, it's going to be a success no matter what. I'm not trying to dispute that at all with this cut with this question. But. Oh, if something happens in the playoffs that doesn't go their way. That's true. If you get like a, a Chargers from last year, is. yeah, yeah. I, know, I know how this works. Okay. But well, no, I so my my the hypothetical I've been kind of throwing out tonight is that if they make the playoffs on the back of their defense being like a top five defense, super dominant, which I think there's there's hype that that could actually be the case. But the mm-hmm. offense and Deshaun is just like, okay, let's say they're average this year. Okay. Yeah, it would be a successful season. You made the playoffs. You did what everybody kind of wanted you to see you do. But wouldn't it be somewhat discouraging as you kind of look ahead to the future? Because when this team signed up for the Deshaun Watson experience, the expectation was that the offense was going to be great. And to me, like, defenses can vary year to year. I kind of feel like they're like bullpens in baseball. So to sort of still have questions about that group – 
Yeah, like I'd, I'd look back and say, great, I'm glad they had a successful season, but I'm curious about what's ahead for this offense, and I'm a little bit weary moving forward. I don't care how they get there, just get there. That's how I look at it. That's fair. If if that means that they got to do, what, what was it, the 2002 uh, Super Bowl champion Baltimore Ravens, right? That offense was anemic, and their defense carried them <laughs> to the championship, right? You know, no, yeah. I, 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 no I, you're, I'm right. Not, you're right. I am not being facetious or sarcastic here. I'm, I'm dead serious. I don't care how they get there. If it's with the top five defense and the offense is trashed, then so be it. Just get there. Um, if it's vice versa, if the defense is still a sieve and they can't tackle anybody or whatever, but the offense is putting up 40 points a game, fine by me. Just get there. I don't care how. Now, uh, defense wins championships, as they like to say, right? Yeah. Um, and and I do feel like that this defense has enough pieces and parts to be uh, in that conversation. I'm not saying they're a championship defense or anything like that, but I think that this defense uh, personnel-wise is going to be good enough to get them uh, get them into the playoffs or help them get to the playoffs, I should say. And uh, obviously the, the offense should be able to do that. Look, I, I think um, I got to go back. I meant to do this today, and I, I got caught up in some stuff. Um, this offense should rival the highest scoring offenses that the Browns have had since 1999. They should be able to score at minimum 400 points in the upcoming season. I think they've only done that two or three times in the in this expansion era where they've scored more than 400 points uh, in a season. Mm. That should be attainable when I look at the personnel they have uh, to work with. But yeah, I don't care how they get there. Just get there. I want to, you know, be co- I, I don't want to be covering coaching searches because people got fired in January. I want to be covering playoff games. He's Daryl Ryder. Does a fine job covering the Cleveland Browns for us over at 92thefan.com. You can follow him on Twitter at RightOrWrongFan. He also may be uh, coming to a, a ballpark near you. Trying out for the Cleveland Guardians. We'll no, see. no chance. No chance. <laughs> uh, I don't think I could take a hundred mile an hour uh, fastball to the ribs. I don't think that, and I certainly don't have uh, enough padding on the uh, the, the backside there either. I, the, I am not subjecting myself to bodily harm. Uh, <laughs> the season's lost anyway. And what are they four back, five back now? I think five. I think five. Yeah. I have to yeah. Still okay. a long shot, but hey, they still play the Twins three times, so there's a yeah, chance. Uh-huh. Yeah. Saying okay. there's a chance. There, yeah, there's a chance until there isn't. I know. <laughs> Daryl, always appreciate your time, my man. Thank you. You bet. Good stuff. Daryl Ryder, our Browns beat reporter. He said at the end there, just get in however necessary. And that and, and listen, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm with him on that wholeheartedly. The question I'm throwing out is more so looking ahead to the future. I'm not gonna sit here and, and split hairs on, well, they got in this way or they didn't win pretty or they didn't I don't care how they get in. Just get in for 2023. But if you're looking ahead to the future, yeah, like I'll, I'll have some questions. If the defense is that much better than the offense and the offense is just, as Darrell said, and if they're anemic, that's a big problem. If they're average, I'll still have some questions, but it could be something that's still sustainable. I just don't know how I'll feel about them stacking up with the best of the best. The Patrick Mahomes of the world, the other top teams in the AFC, can they compete with those teams if their offense is average and their defense is great? Maybe, but... I'd like their chances better if what we signed up for with Deshaun Watson was to to come to fruition.